Thailand wins beach flag football gold at the 2014 Asian Beach Games, and the country's deputy sports and tourism minister tells Around the Rings that officials in Thailand now have their sights set on potentially hosting the 2017 World Beach Games. You're listening to the latest Around the Rings podcast. I'm Nicole Bennett. The fourth edition of the Asian Beach Games underway in Phuket, Thailand, officially opened on November 14th. The event has gathered athletes and representatives from 43 Asian countries. And Around the Rings European correspondent Brian Pinelli is in Phuket and joins us now. Brian, you attended the opening ceremony for the Games. What was that like? Hi, Nicole. How's everything? Uh, As mentioned, here in beautiful Phuket, Thailand, uh, very Warm, humid temperatures uh, hovering around 90, but as mentioned last Friday was the official opening of the fourth Asian Beach Games here in Phuket, one of the biggest events to to come to Thailand in in many years. And uh, the opening ceremony was very pleasant, as you might imagine. It was on the beach in an open-ended stadium, uh, very colorful, very dreamy, paying tribute to the mystique and history of the largest island in Thailand. But what comes with being on an island in Thailand, Nicole, of course, are potential monsoon-like rains. And sure enough, about 20 minutes before the opening ceremony was set to start, everybody put on their their colorful ponchos. The uh, sky became very dark. Storm clouds moved over, and it poured like you would not believe for a good 20, 25, 30 minutes. And, And speaking to some of the locals, they said, no problem. This is quite normal here on the island. This is, you know, a tropical, tropical rainstorm, and it will pass shortly. And, and to be honest, I had my doubts, but sure enough, at about 6.45, 30 minutes after it started, the, the rain subsided and the opening ceremony proceeded. 43 nations, as you meant it, mentioned, walked into the, to the stadium there, uh, Saffin Hill Sports Center, which is actually uh, a park there on the south uh, east side of the island of Thailand, and uh, it was very nice. But the Crown Prince of Thailand was the was last person to carry the torch. He proceeded to ignite a drone which hovered above the stadium and all the athletes gathered on the center in the stand. And the, the lighthouse cauldron was, was lit by a drone. So uh, very spectacular. And uh, alas, we were away with the, with the Asian Beach Games. But just to mention uh, a few events including beach flag football, actually happened prior to the opening ceremony. But uh, nevertheless, it was uh, the typical pageantry and uh, somewhat of a low-key but, but very you know, unique and, and beautiful setting for the opening ceremony there uh, last Friday night. And since then, I know you mentioned the program for the Asian Beach Games is very diverse. Which competitions have you attended and, and what can you tell us about the different sports represented at the Games? Sure. Well, you know, I have to be honest, Nicole, like, like all of us in this industry, we're fortunate to see a wide variety of sports uh, all over the world. But when I took a look at the program a few weeks ago, I, I, I had to shake my head. There are numerous sports that I said to myself, wow, I have no idea what they are. Uh, I need to do a little bit of research and learn, obviously, predominantly Asian sports, in addition to more traditional sports. But, you know, some of your favorites, uh, Nicole, like uh, woodball and beach sapak katra and kabaddi and jujitsu. So, uh, you know, it took a while to become familiar, but uh, very interesting. For example, beach sapak katra, and it's hard for me to pronounce, is a, is a form of volleyball, kind of like soccer volleyball where you can only use your you know knees and, and chest and feet and they kick a plastic ball over the net 
four on four, and it was amazing to see Team Thailand and just the air that these guys got uh, in, in, you know, kicking this ball <clears throat> over the net at their opponents. So that was cool. Wood ball is essentially a, a form of golf and croquet blended in, of course, on the beach. Uh, six holes on a course, similar hazards to golf, although, you know, much less uh, low-key and, and obviously shorter holes. But uh, just some of the sports uh, here at the Asian Beast Games, in addition to more traditional sports that you know much uh, much better, like beach wrestling, uh, beach volleyball, three-on-three basketball, squash. And, uh, and what was very interesting was American beach flag football contested for the first time at the Asian Beach Games. And as you mentioned, Thailand won. They were dominant going 6-0, and and uh, believe it or not, flag football continues to grow here in Asia on this side of the world with uh, more and more teams uh, you know, following and watching the NFL and, and getting interested themselves. You had the opportunity to speak with Thailand's Sport and Tourism Minister, as I mentioned before. I know the two of you discussed the diverse schedule, as you've mentioned, the diversity of the program and the games. What else did the two of you talk about? Yeah, I had the pleasure on on Monday morning and Monday afternoon to speak with Thailand's Deputy Sport and Tourism Minister, Ms. Kapkarn Watana Warangun, and uh, she took over the position just in August. Uh, the country here went through a, a, a coup. May 22nd, uh, military-style government has taken over since then, and uh, obviously an entirely different government here for the Asian Beach Games. She said that uh, initially, because of some of the turmoil in the country earlier in the year, uh, tourism was not at its usual high. But slowly and surely, with the new government instilled and uh, things becoming, um, you know, relatively calm with, with the political situation, at least at the moment, um, you know, it, it, it was a safe and, 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 and fun environment for the athletes coming from, from 43 countries. But she admitted, it, you know, it was a challenge. It, there have been changes here uh, in Thailand, but she wanted to stress that. You know, again, it, it, it's a safe and beautiful setting and, you know, people and athletes should continue to come here to enjoy the beaches and, and beautiful water and, and, and nature here in Thailand. But, you know, definitely some changes. So, so it was nice to speak with her. She was on a venue tour on Monday, was stopping at a few of the venues to, to greet some of the athletes, see some of the competitions. Uh, we actually went to the venue uh, where water skiing and wakeboarding is taking place. And the top Thai wakeboarder actually gave us a little demonstration while on the boat as she uh, entertained uh, a small delegation of officials and guests uh, here in Thailand. But everything is uh, all speed ahead over the next uh, seven or eight days here of the Games. And uh, so so far, everything has gone pretty well. Uh, Attendance has been nice. Uh, It's not, I guess you should say, uh, you know, a huge international spectacle uh, in that there are 40 nations, so so obviously large, but not what we're used to as far as, you know, uh, an Olympics or a world championships in a major sport. But nevertheless, the athletes that are here are, uh, you know, very competitive and, and very determined. And uh, so far, it has really been a pretty good event here in Phuket. I know you and I spoke earlier, and uh, you mentioned that the sport and tourism minister also said officials have their sights now set on the 2017 World Beach Games What's been your overall impression of their ability to host an event like this? I know typically you cover winter sports. So what's been your overall impression of the event? And has Phuket been successful, in your opinion, at hosting it? 
I think uh, everything has been successful so far. Uh, getting back to your uh, winter sports point, the, the biggest adjustment and acclimation for me has been to the heat and humidity. And uh, the deputy minister of sport and tourism, you know, even talked about it, saying that, you know, it, it's a country that uh, that's obviously the case, uh, you know, 10 months of the year and, and rainstorms can come. So I guess the point she was making that the volunteers and the staff at these games, uh, you know, have to be flexi- flexible and, and, and prepared for, for anything. Uh, in regards to the World Beach Games, last week at the Anak General Assembly in Bangkok, uh, Sheikh Ahmad and Anak officially approved the 2017 World Beach Games. Uh, a site and venue has yet to be determined. Sheikh Ahmad is insistent that they need to get all the important aspects in place from the marketing to the television rights to uh, confidence in a potential host city. Uh, she actually told me that Phuket and Thailand, they are very interested in, in hosting the 2017 World Beach Games, although she, she admitted that this is a stepping stone. It's, a, it's an important step for everyone in the country to just get on board and, and welcome visitors the right way and, and make it a pleasant experience for the many nations that have come to Phuket. And uh, if all continues to go well, then uh, Phuket and, and the nation of Thailand seem to definitely be uh, a potential contender for the 2017 World Beach Games. And, and Sheikh Ahmad basically admitted that himself, saying uh, they are definitely one of the candidates at a venue to be determined. So uh, exciting stuff with, with beach sports. I think maybe it's new to, to many people around the world, but uh, there's definitely uh, an energy and an atmosphere. And I think the World Beach Games in 2017 can also be a, a very exciting show. Well, thank you for speaking with me today. Obviously, lots more to come. And uh, that was ATR European correspondent Brian Pinelli again in Phuket for the 2014 Asian Beach Games. Be sure to check into Around the Rings online on Facebook and Twitter. Again, this is Nicole Bennett. Thanks for listening.